Now, mate, you have pumped out some of the best songs in uh, Christian music over the years, and I know you've collaborated with Steve Taylor a lot in the past. Has he been involved in this album at all, or are you, are you doing it all yourself? He was uh, there from the beginning, pretty much, on this one. So uh, he's been uh, somebody who, you know, we've worked together. Man, I think we've it's probably been over 120, 130 songs that wow. we've done together, if not probably more. Um, and so we just... We're good friends, and we work together well, and it's a good combination of, uh, you know, when, what one of us lacks, the other one picks up. So it's been a good thing. And I reckon he's secretly an Aussie, because he's got our sense of humour, doesn't he, mate? <laughs> he definitely does. I mean, I think that was probably the attraction in the early days, um, uh, writing with, you know, trying to write with different people. You know, he was somebody that um, we just clicked. You know, he's been to Australia a few times. He understands that Aussie, Kiwi, British kind of sarcasm and humour, and um, you know, and, and yeah, and he he's he's a guy that's travelled the world, so he does pick up on that. And I think that is something. I think that it's a big thing that really does make a difference. I really enjoyed watching his Kickstarter video that he made uh, for his uh, Perfect Foil album. He's just released, and he's a very good filmmaker as well. Does he does he give advice for video clips as well? You know, he does. Um, he's the Perfect Foil is a group that started about four years ago and I actually played drums in that group. When I finished up with the Newsboys, uh, I wasn't sure what I was going to do and whether I was even going to continue in music uh, or what level I would. And um, and so he approached me because we had a bunch of songs that were unfinished and he said, you know, what are, you gonna, what are we going to do with these? And, and he asked me, he said, would you want to do a solo record? And I said, no, nah, it's just not it's not my thing, you know, I just don't feel like doing that. And, and uh, I said, well, let's put them together and why don't you let me play drums for you and we'll be in a band and you sing and we'll pick a couple guys who we think are great as other players, bass and guitar and, and let's do something. So that was about, yeah, over four years ago and 
in the middle of that process, um, he had the financing come through to do um, the movie Blue Like Jazz. And so he had to kind of put everything on hold and go and do that, finish that movie. That process took at least a couple of years. And then now we're back full steam ahead with the perfect foil as well. So we kind of got two things cooking. I've got my, my band and we've got Steve's band. And so we're actually both going out on tour in the, in the U.S., uh, in uh, in May, mate. It's so good to hear uh, that he's got some new music that's pumping out because he he influenced me a lot when I was a younger fella too. I remember songs like Jesus is for Losers and the Finish Line and all these brilliant songs. And the video clips are always creative as well. Uh, but let's uh, let's talk a bit about uh, you and your Aussie roots. So I've actually just discovered you were born in South Australia. I thought you were originally a. Uh, I thought I, I know you were raised at the sunny coast, but you were born in in South Australia, uh, and then really when the Newsboys kicked off you were you were pretty much a garage band what kind of Aussie bands influenced you in your early days when you first started getting into music you know there's probably a lot of Aussie pub bands that that uh, you got your sound from would you would you say that's the case I think so I think growing up in Aussie as a kid you know your first allegiance was to Aussie bands <laughs> and so uh, and a lot of times it wasn't the famous ones a lot of times it was just you know sneaking into a pub uh, watching another band play playing at Battle of the Bands, um, you know, and so I was 15 years old uh, in high school and I met George Padikas, who uh, he and I kind of founded the Newsboys, more or less, and, um, and you know, we once we met the other two guys, Sean Taylor and John James, we, you know, by that point we'd moved to Queensland. My parents moved to Queensland, and so obviously I went with them, and uh, we kind of started in the garage there, and we, we, you know, we, um, you know, just travelled around anywhere we could. I can remember, you know, we would go and, uh, you know, load, put a couple of guitars in the in the boot of the car and a uh, kick drum pedal and a, some sticks, and we would drive around town, you know, on Malula Bar on a Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday night, looking for, you know, places where bands were playing, and we would, you know, why they were taking a break, we would ask if we could step in, you know, and a lot of the times they let us do that. So we kind of just, you know, the big influence was really that, and obviously seeing great Australian talent, I mean, you know, in the in the 80s, uh, you know, there were so many great bands, and I'm sure there's still today, but bands that were making big a big splash on the world circuit, um, you could go and see down at the local pub, so it was pretty cool. Well, you guys have uh, certainly uh, influenced Christian music all over the world with the Newsboys, and now with you, with your solo career. Uh, I reckon you've got a real worship focus, I notice, in a lot of your songs. How do they come to you? Where do you write your songs? How do you get inspired when you write your songs? Well, there's sort of two elements to, lyrically, to the songs I write, and they, I don't sort of sit down and try to write one particular uh, thing. It's just what comes. Sometimes it can be a thought that comes to my mind, and sometimes it has nothing to do with worship. Other times it can be um, something where uh, you know I'm just I sit down with the guitar and start playing. A lot of a lot of songwriting is really about discipline, you know. So um, you know that's just hours of sitting down playing the guitar, <laughs> trying to changing sounds and or a keyboard, whatever it is, and trying to come up with ideas to you know whatever. Just listening, really, and so. Uh, it's not like I'm a Nashville kind of songwriter guy that pumps out a song a day. I kind of uh, really have to create the environment, you know, uh, that I'm in to begin to start writing. Sometimes that's just, uh, you know, the right sound on a guitar amp or, or something inspires you. Um, 
can be driving, you know, driving your car or something like that. So I don't usually sit down and particularly try to write a particular uh, a thought, a lyric. It just has to come. And sometimes it's worship because it's in me. Sometimes it's um, cheekiness because that's in me too, you know. <laughs> and uh, so uh, it's really, again, it just sort of comes from, it comes from a place that's always really sort of deeper. And I think that's the only way I could describe it because it does come from a place I can't and explain it. In fact, usually I have to be have to shut myself off for it to, to float. And, mate, there's a lot of other Aussie artists that have really done well uh, in recent times, and obviously the Newsboys and your solo career, you know, uh, you, you guys have been forerunners. Uh, but, you know, you look at, obviously, Paul Coleman, you look at Rebecca St. James uh, for King & Country doing well now. Uh, I know the Aussie band New Empire just got signed to Tooth & Nail Records in the States. Uh, do you try and mentor and encourage up-and-coming Aussie bands? You know, I think... I probably learn as much from them <laughs> as, as they would maybe if they learn anything from me. Um, and that's just being honest. I kind of, you know, I look to the new school a lot, to, not so much for guidance on in certain things, but I just look to, to to maintain maybe even the excitement that they have. You know, I mean, and the the, the same um, stamina is not the word, but maybe the the same inspiration to to jump into a van you know, a 16-passenger van and, and sleep in it and just to make it to a gig where you play for 30 minutes and you drove 15 hours to get there, you know. So that's, I'm inspired by that. So I kind of look at a lot of the new school and it's, it reminds me of um, why I got in it and to, to remain that way. And so they probably inspire me um, just as much. But I don't go out kind of seeking... Uh, to put my mentorship on anybody. <laughs> it's more of just, hey, if somebody... But I'm also... I think I would be very approachable, too. You know, there's times where, of course, a, a band will come up and say, hey, I've enjoyed, you know, enjoyed your songs or you, you, your music was an influence on us or how you did things, and uh, they might pick your brain about something. So we all... That's what we all... You know, again, we all can... Uh, help each other that way. Well, I know you're a very humble guy, Pete, and I'm sure when you get to heaven you'll realise how many of these other bands you've uh, inspired and encouraged over the years. And, uh, Matt, I'm just curious, because you're so busy, you're, you're, you're touring, you're travelling, you're doing this stuff with Steve Taylor, you uh, you really, you know, got a busy lifestyle and, you know, wife and kids and all that. How, how do you have your devotions with God? What do you do to, uh, to spend your time with the Lord each day? You know, for me, um, just off the top of my head, it usually, a lot of times it's in the water, you know, I surf a lot, and that's a great time for me. Um, you know, being out in the paddleboard or uh, you know driving, uh, and then other times it's just the first thing in the morning. You know, it's the first thing of the day. I kind of and and I'm thinking of it now, and usually the last thing at night. I'm just I'm thankful. Um, I'm not any more super spiritual than anybody else. I try to. Um, my wife and I, you know, we read the Bible. Um, pretty much every day, the scriptures, you know, and we enjoy them, there's life in them, and they're still, they're more relevant than I am, and they're more relevant than the local news, and so, uh, or what's on on the tube, and so I, I kind of go to that, and I still do that, and they inspire me um, more ways than just in songs, and uh, and so I think that's it, but it's, it's, for all of us, it's just a, it's a conscious effort, you know, you have to to do. I don't think there's any big secret. I don't, you know, sometimes we can always think we can see somebody in a different position than us and think that, I don't know, they have, there's a special 
something uh, about them that makes them more spiritual, and that's just not true in in that sense. Those that are believers, we we you know we have uh, you know we have these these gifts, all of us that are in us. God gives us gifts, and and, and it's we have to find what they are and stir them up, and and so. Uh, but for me, part of that stirring process is to remain in the scriptures and to hang out with people that inspire that and inspire. Um, you know, inspire good things. That's good, mate. You know, they say that uh, prayer is the key to open the door in the morning and the lock to close it at night. And uh, you're obviously trying to make sure you start and end the day right and then hopefully everything in between. Uh, you, yeah, you, it's, you, just a, it's just a really a level of, I think it's thankfulness more yeah. than, you know, it's not because of what I have or what I don't have or it's just a, you know, I wake up and I'm just thankful. I'm thankful. I am. I I'm generally thankful, you know, and so I know who to thank, you know. You know, we talked about Easter Fest before. Obviously, it's the, the centre of the Christian calendar each year, Easter, the, the death and resurrection of Christ. Uh, tell me, what does the cross mean to you? Well, it means power to me. Um, you know, it means, and you know, and, and, and usually I've shared this a few times because this is what it does mean to me. It's like it's the power, you know, we obviously... You know, as people, God gives man a choice, you know, to, to make his choice to do what he wants to do. And But when man chooses to kind of be his own God, um, you know, it allows things, doors are opened maybe, that, you know, that, that enter them doors come, you know, really powerful things, sickness and disease and hurt and pain and poverty and anger and malice and gossip, betrayal, slander. And, and these things, they wreak havoc, you know. They're not sent from God because he doesn't have any of them things. And they're not there as punishment. They're just like gravity. They're laws, you know. And so, but they, you know, they are, they're too powerful for science. You know, they're too powerful for medicine, for drugs, for alcohol. They're too powerful for the new age. They're too powerful for, for science. And they're too powerful for Buddha and Confucius and Muhammad. The only way they can be dealt with uh, is by the changing of a man, you know, and that takes a lot of power. And the only has the power to do that, of course, is something has the power to defeat death. And that, as a Christian, I believe, the only one that has the power to defeat death in that manner is Jesus. And so that's what the cross means to me. Mate, that is powerful stuff, and I uh, really appreciate your time today. I know that uh, your dad is a pastor at the Sunny Coast, and every now and then on Facebook I see you post one of your dad's sermons on YouTube. Uh, are you proud of your dad? Oh, of course, I'm, you know, I wouldn't be here without my dad <laughs> in many levels, and uh, obviously the obvious. And then, uh, you know, my parents have been married for over 50 years, and they've been a great example to me, um, and I, you know, love them. And they, uh, I look to them in a lot of ways, very thankful for them. My dad has um, a Facebook page called Church on the Beach, so folks can go and look up that and uh, go on there and tell them Peter said hi. Yeah, very uh, you cool. Know, it's a great. He just loves to go and you know share scriptures and things, thoughts of the day, and uh, puts a video. Mum puts some, you know, she does all the technical work. Dad does the the part of the creative side, and that they work as a team, and uh, and they put these up. And so I like to. Yeah, he's getting quite a large following in America because I put them up on my uh, Facebook page when he sends them to me, and so. It's good, mate. Great thing, and, and people get blessed by it. They love to see the Sunshine Coast, too. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, mate. Well, it's it's uh, such a great uh, testimony about how you, your father's influenced you. And uh, Mate, Oric and your history maker, thanks for joining us.
Well, thank you, man. I appreciate your time and appreciate what you're doing for CCM. And hi to all the listeners. Love you guys and uh, hope to be down there soon. Looking forward to more music. Uh, of course, Sun and Shield, the new album. And uh, looking forward to more music from Peter Furler over the years. Of course, if people want to find out more, the website is peterfurler.com. Thanks for your time, mate. Thanks, Matt. Appreciate you. Thanks for joining us on History Makers. If you'd like to listen to this interview again, just go to historymakers.tv. There you'll find links to Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. You can subscribe to our iTunes podcast or check out our YouTube clips. And you can find out about History Makers TV. We are a faith-based ministry and we appreciate every donation. You know, the vision of History Makers is to share the good news of Jesus Christ to the nations of the world. If you'd like to partner with us, send us an email, info at historymakersradio.com. God bless you. Have an awesome day. I'm Matt Prater, and why don't you go and make history? History Makers. Order your flash drive with 20 of the best History Makers interviews now at historymakers.tv for just $19.95. All proceeds will help History Makers Radio and TV share the gospel all around the world. Order now at station sponsor, historymakers.tv. You'll hear interviews from Mark Burnett, producer of the Bible series and Survivor. Musicians like Paul Coleman, Mark Schultz and George McArdle from the Little River Band. Also Kate Brax, winner of MasterChef 2011, former Olympian Elka Whalen and many more. Order now at historymakers.tv.